Welcome back to another episode of my podcast. This is Julie. Those words just like blurred together real fast. <laughs> this is Julie's story. I'm so glad you're here. So this is a podcast where I tell life stories. Life stories of a branding babe who works with entrepreneurs. Life stories of a mom and a newlywed wife. And this is episode 27. So I'm glad you're here. Hopefully in my stories about my life, you can grab some wisdom, some nuggets, some great things for yours so you can live on purpose with purpose, doing your thing, girl. I, you can't even say thing at that point. You have to say thing because it's like, gotta have the attitude. I, I'm here at episode 27. First of all, shocked because every time I record a podcast, you guys are showing up, you're showing up and it just blows my mind. But this one, um, we, we've gotten to that point after 27 podcasts that we're going to go even deeper as if I haven't pulled back the curtains on my life enough. This time we're talking about um, a situation that happened between Andre and I. So we got into um, an argument and, and this is going to blow your mind because in the last couple of podcasts, I've been telling you that like Andre literally is flawless. Like he and he would never say this. He would never say this. And every time that I tell him how amazing he is, and I'm I'm literally not even just trying to be that wife that's like, my husband is amazing and like everything we do is great. Like I'm not trying to be that person because I know girls like that. And then they come over to my house and they start talking about their husbands. Like they post on social media and they're like, oh my gosh, it's amazing. And then I like talk to them and they're like, oh my gosh, everything's so... I'm not even trying to be that person. Like I'm legitimately not. Like he is just that awesome. Like I've had people come up to me that are friends and they're just like, you have married a saint. And I'm like, I know, like, I don't know how I got him. Like you don't understand. So the fact that we even got into an argument is just like shock and awe. So get get the tea ready. Get sat down. Go warm it up. Go warm up your coffee because I'm going there. And I asked Andre's permission to share because um, I, I married somebody who was not used to being in the public eye. Uh, <laughs> so with my business and my personal brand... I have different circles of people that know of me, but they've never met me before. And they may or may not comment on my social media, but as I've traveled, like teaching and just hanging out with different creatives in my industry, I've had people know who I am because they follow me and like I've inspired them. And it's just, I feel like it's, it's so, um, I'm clutching my fake pearls right now. (laughs) It's a thing. I say that it's going to be on my merch line. I, it's, it's always shocking to me. My eyes are watering because I'm getting excited. It's always shocking to me when this happens because I feel like I'm the most the most extra ridiculous person ever. So when I've traveled and somebody's come up to me and they're like, "Oh my gosh, it's Julie's story," and they come over, I like it. It feels like an out of body experience. I'm like, "No, like you're not talking about me. Like I'm not that cool. Like we all know that. Like we all have watched my stories. Not that cool." So when I was dating Andre, like I let him know that like people follow me and they know of me and the nature of my business and my brand is that I have amazing like tribe that hangs out with me and you're part of that. So I I let him know that because I wanted to make sure that I wasn't going to date somebody that wasn't okay with 
me talking about our relationship because I knew this was going to continue. Like I knew it was only going to get more. And so I wanted to make sure that he was a personality that was cool with that. And he was so cute. (laughs) He was like, he's like, yeah, I was talking to him about this the other day. He's like, yeah, I have a Twitter and like I have followers and I'm like, oh, it's so cute. You know, like it's like he, he was like growing his little tribe and I was like, cool, you know? So he has Twitter and Twitter was like his thing. And at the beginning of our relationship, he had set up his Twitter notifications so we'd be like at dinner and all of a sudden I would hear like a notification going off and it was like a convo I had at the beginning like hey like so you're when we're on like dates and stuff is it cool if like twitter notifications don't show up in the middle of like our conversations he's like yeah no problem so he turned it off it was good so fast forward to now he knows that I'm talking about our relationship and he knew (laughs) I don't know if he knew to the extent doubt it he knew that I was going to be sharing about our life. So before any judgy McJudger pants come in the room, just let you know, I have his permission and he already knows that I talk about him and like, he already knows I'm embarrassed to do stories when he's around. So I just whisper and stuff, but it's a thing. He knew it. We're here. So we got to do an argument. I know. And it wasn't even a, f- a fight. So I call like arguments fighting but he he let me know that's probably not the right term. Like fighting is like you're like all out. Like maybe there's like hands being thrown. There was no hands being thrown, and it was also um, it was also a fight that well, I'll just call it an argument because I feel like that's a better like it was an argument that actually like it had a purpose, which I'm thankful for because I don't want to like waste time showing up the most if it's not going to have a great resolve okay like I'm not going to pull my attitude out just of dormant living to wake it up to show up and not have a resolve at the end all right so we got into an argument as you know you've been following around my podcast we're tidying up uh I actually wrote about this on a blog too like the top five things that I learned about like from Marie in terms of personal branding just her brand like blows me away but we're tidying up our house which means let me tell you what our house has looked like for the last 10 days an explosion it it, and she says in the videos like it's got to look worse before it can look better and in my mind I'm thinking that's cool we have a vision in mind we're good like I'm type a we're going through the list it's fine but what I didn't realize was that this was gonna high five with some of my anxiety and some of my stress but let me just set this up so we're tidying at this point of the argument, of the argument time, it we had been tidying for like 10 days. In my world, that is an eternity. 10 days is a really long time. Like I do not like to wait. I like to get stuff done. Like my type A is like we have a list and we have other things to do and I definitely don't want my time wasted. That is a thing with me. I do not like wasting time. Are you like that? Like time is one of those things. If it's going to waste my time, I get really annoyed and frustrated with it. Like looking, that's, I've told you about this. I hate looking for things because I feel like it wastes my time. I don't like that happening. So we decided to tidy and it was going really good. And everything I've told you up until this point had, it was great. And like, that was true and honest. And then we got to the point where we realized that there were some things that were like, simmering you know like when you like set something on the stove this the emotional stove and (laughs) you just leave it there 
And you're like, it's fine. No, it'll be fine. It's fine. And then it turns out to be not be fine. So that happened. So this, this is what happened. Um, we got to this moment where I realized that I had been really upset at the amount of time. I'm laughing now. At the amount of time it had been taking us to move forward in the steps to tidying. They don't tell you this when they're like, when Marie shows up in the house and she's like a completely adorable and you're just like, you exude so much joy. Like it's just confetti just entered the room. And then Netflix is like, you know what? We like this. We like this idea of introducing people to this concept. Plus she's a best-selling author and all that stuff. Great, awesome brand decisions. But Netflix doesn't promote this by saying, hey, watch this show and we're going to dig up in your emotional trenches of your life and we're going to reveal areas in your marriage where your husband and yourself are not working together great. Okay, nobody says that. You know why? Because we wouldn't watch shows like that. We would look at shows like that and we're like, mm, no girl, that's not. I'm not going to watch that. Like, Let's just put on The Bachelor again and drink wine and watch other people dysfunction. We don't want to turn on shows that are like, we're going we're gonna to help you be dysfunctional in your relationship for a minute so that you can get healed. It's like when you have a wound, like you don't want to cut that sucker up and bleed it out. No, no, no. Let's just put a bandaid on it. It's fine. We'll get gangrene. We can just chop off our leg later. It's just a flesh wound. Like it's totally cool. So that's, that's how I was wanting to live in this area of my life. And lo and behold, tidying is the thing that ripped off the bandaid and revealed this craziness. So um, imagine our kitchen has stuff on every single countertop. Pretty much what your kitchen looks like on the weekends um, after you've been helping the kids with homework. Yeah. So that's what our kitchen had looked like for 10 days. And that's not normally how Andre and I run our house. It, that is not a normal thing for us. Like we're, we're constantly like just being aware and, you know, just cleaning up generally. So at day 10, I said to him, because the, the progress of the tidying, this is important for the story. The progress of the tidying is you go clothes, books, papers, and then kimono, which is everything else, and then sentimental things, which I think is really interesting, by the way, Subbar. Grouping everything in your life that's not clothes, books, papers is a lot of stuff. I mean, you're talking about home decor. Our Christmas tree is still up. Like it's just everything else. And that includes like the garage and all the closets. So, um, our, our kitchen is crazy. And Andre has this amazing tendency to, to come alongside of things that I'm doing because he's a great husband. (laughs) He really is. He wants to help out. He doesn't want me to be alone, which is really, really sweet. And also at times extremely annoying to my temperament. It has nothing to do with him. Like this is all just me. When he sees me working on a project, he wants to come and help out, which is really sweet. But him and I are from two different countries, emotional countries, intellectual countries, and communicative countries. We, it's not even countries, we're from two different planets of existing. It's really, really great and helpful in some areas of our life. And then some areas of my life, it annoys the crap out of me because I'm just like, you're speaking a different language right now. And this language 
isn't helping me do things faster because I'm all about speed. And when we before we got married, we went and had marriage counseling with some dear friends of ours, like just amazing couple who have done nothing but love us and just like give life to us and so extraordinary. And it also um, revealed in me areas that I need to grow, which was also extremely painful to like deal with myself. Anyway, um, that wasn't their fault. That was my fault. So <laughs> they they shed light on on this very big difference in Andre and I. And we unknowingly gave it terms that didn't serve our relationship. So this couple revealed to us through talking that we have a different idea of how quickly something should get done. So I'm an extremely fast processor of information. I process things very fast. I want things to get done really fast. And I've cut corners in my life in different areas to get things done quicker. I'm like, so the whole house needs to be clean. Okay, so we don't need to fold everything perfectly. We'll just fold it halfway and that's fine because we're going to get more done that way. Whereas Andre is a very methodical, very thoughtful thinker and he he likes to do things slower because he's way more intentional about um, things. And if you have two people in a relationship that function at different speeds, it can annoy the crap out of both people because in some ways it felt like to me in our relationship that he was trying to put the brakes on me being my best self. Okay, like I'm over here like a NASCAR driver. I'm wanting to go as fast as possible. And it felt like sometimes he was like a ton of bricks and that's how slow he would move. And so <laughs> that's what that's what was functioning in our relationship. Even before we were married, we learned this. So we started telling, we started calling each other terms that we very quickly nixed. But, the, but how we used to refer is like, I'm a race car and he's like a turtle. That wasn't helping our relationship at all because it made both of our, uh, the way that we did things in life, it made both of us feel like we were wrong. And we weren't wrong, we just did things differently. And not only do we do things differently, we do them differently for our benefit. So there's a lot of ways that I can help him and the way he processes information speed up. And there's a lot of ways in life that he can help me slow down and think things through from a different angle. Very helpful. When you're functioning in mature, max capacity of your temperament, really unhelpful when you both are um, not using each other's strengths to their advantage, their full advantage, and when you realize that you're both functioning at different speeds and it's annoying the crap out of both of you. So that brings us back to the weekend. That's when this happened. That's why this is happening on a, this is why this is happening on this podcast because it just happened. Literally fresh out of the oven, wisdom and revelation about your relationships, about your relationship with people. You're welcome. You can learn from my mistakes and my arguments completely and totally willingly. I'm sharing this information with you. You're welcome. So we get to the weekend. Countertops are crazy. It had been 10 days. And, um, when we started tidying, we did something accidentally that we didn't realize we were doing. When we started on clothes, Andre thought, well, I don't have as many clothes. I'm going to start on books. So that decision set us off on a trajectory. Not a wrong decision, but it set us off working on our homes at two different points in the process. This is important for how we got to the argument. 
And I, you know, I'm, I'm summing this up in a podcast. This took us all afternoon. <laughs> like This took us all afternoon to figure out what the heck is happening in our connection right now. Why is everything absolutely a craziness? So Andre started on books in the garage and I started on clothes. So I got done with my clothes the first night. It, it took Andre two and a half days to get through his books. So while Andre is working on his books, I went through my clothes, I went through my books, and I went through all of almost all of our papers. And he kind of jumped in at the tail end of papers. So I had finished three steps in the same amount of time that it had taken him to do books. As you can imagine, for somebody who likes to maximize time, this was very um, annoying, although I wouldn't admit it was annoying. It just kind of let it be annoying in the back of my mind because as a business owner, as a manager of, of myself and my time in my own world, and, and even helping to teach and coach people in their own businesses, if I were going to run our home like a business, I would never have said, this is a two and a half day process. This should really be a three hour process. And granted, he was working on it at home after work, all this stuff. So in the back of my mind, I was getting a little bit uh, annoyed and didn't, you know, acknowledge my feelings, express my feelings. I just kind of thought to myself, I just need to chill out. Like, I just need to, like, give him his space, like, be supportive, all those things that were just, you know, not really helping me resolve the annoyance. It just was helping to mask it. So that's what I was doing. And, um, you know, he was just doing his books and I just thought you should be doing that faster and I'm having to do all these other things by myself because it's taking you forever and a freaking year to do your books um (laughs) that was that's how I was feeling so days go on it felt good in the house to like be getting stuff done and I was just like you know what trying to like not deal with myself just like it's fine it's taking forever And so we got to the weekend, and at that point, like I said, everything is everywhere. I'm feeling anxiety because stuff in general just out makes me feel not at peace. And this is also where I work, and like I also work at our home. So when stuff is everywhere, I never can leave it, it's always there. And so this is, I'm getting to the head, I'm getting to, I'm getting to the the part. So Andre. Um, sees stuff on the floor that I was working on and he sees kind of papers around. Now granted, I had already finished papers in the process so I was done in my mind with papers and he sees some of the stuff on the floor and he wants to help me and so he he starts asking questions about my stuff that's on the floor and when he comes alongside to help, my fast wanting to do things quickly is thinking, well, we could really maximize our time if we weren't both working on the same project and never communicated that to him just thought that in my mind thinking he's a mind reader he'll figure this out turns out he didn't figure that out and so he asked about my stuff on the floor because he wanted to be helpful and he wanted to be a good husband and like help me with my journey and I um let him know with a little slight attitude that that wasn't what I thought would be the best decision for him to do um it wasn't that bad of an ad. It was just like a little, you know, like a little, like a little edge, like just a little, just a little bit. And um, not disrespectful, but just, just a little extra. And so he was kind of like, okay. And just kind of moved on to something else, which I thought was great. And so I'm, I'm getting like a little bit more frustrated as the day goes on because I feel like 
let's move on to other things. And I really wanted to start working on the kitchen. And so he says to me, oh, I say to him, I really want to start work. Like, I just want to work on the kitchen because the kitchen was so crazy. And he says to me, well, can we like finish what we started? Like, can, like, can we finish the papers? So that's what he said. Um, that, that was where the Jenga, the Jenga tower started crumbling. I I use this analogy with my children when we were, when they were little, is that connection with people is kind of like a Jenga building. And I, I use it in terms of trust. I said, you know, when, if like, if you tell a lie or if you do something to break connection with somebody, it's kind of like removing a little block from the Jenga tower. And if you remove enough blocks, eventually the Jenga tower is going to come down. So in our connections with people, we should always be working to build build the connection and not be removing blocks. Um, so the Jenga tower started crumbling because I felt like and I'm sure he might tell this story differently I'm trying to tell it from like my perspective and also like take responsibility for my own my own mess but he was um he was pushing right on the spot that I was annoyed with and the annoyance was my goodness dear lord jesus please can you hurry up and get stuff done um because you've been working on books for 47 days and like the rest of the house needs to get done like what are you doing in the garage for three days working on your books and he wanted me to go back in the process so I had moved on from papers like three days before he said hey let's work on papers because he had seen a couple different papers that were out and he didn't realize they were sentimental And so I was thinking, he is trying to slow me down. Oh no, I don't want that. Like, I want, like, can you please like speed up? Like, let's get this stuff done. And so I was getting, I was like flustered at him. And so the next day, um, we kind of unearthed this, all of this stuff that was going on. And I was like, listen, like, I feel like you're like holding me back like I feel like you're trying to slow me down and I really have worked on trying to slow myself down and do these steps in the way that we should and like I feel like you're not speeding up and I feel like you're like holding me back and like I just want to like get stuff done and like what is going on and um he was just like, well, I'm not trying to slow us down. Like I had hundreds of books, like uh, he had completely valid things that he was working on, but it was just a huge miscommunication of languages. Cause when he was saying, let's just finish, like, let's just finish this. He was actually talking about, Hey, let's clear off the kitchen counters before we like start doing the kitchen. And when he saw papers, he was thinking, why are you rushing ahead? You need to slow down. And like, finish one thing before you jump to the next and so we just it was a huge miscommunication because I thought something and he thought something else and what he said wasn't really what he was trying to say and what I said it was just like a hot mess but what we got down to was that the issue is never the issue like right like it's not like especially like when you're married and you're like getting to those moments where you're like arguing and Andre and I are both really strong leaders we just have different leadership styles but when when two leaders walk into a room 
and they're trying like trying to do a three-legged race together um the goal is not to like unseparate and like cut the ties like the goal is to like run in unity together right like that's the goal but when you're miscommunicating y'all cannot take one step forward like it's just you have to stop everything and like sit down on the ground and go okay what foot are we walking forward first because we are out of unity and so we got out of unity and even the process of cleaning up our home and what we realized was that like there were some places in me where I was still like annoyed at the time it takes him to get stuff done. And, um, and I didn't realize like that was something that was bothering me. And, and I didn't realize that he was actually working on coming, like speeding up his process in general in life. And so all this time I was thinking I was the only one who was like working on slowing down because I don't want to just like run over everybody. And there were things inside of his life that he was intentionally trying to speed up. And it just, I didn't know that. And so it just felt like I'm the only one doing anything, Andre. Like, why are you doing nothing to like, you know, help us go faster? Like, why are you just slowing us down? Why are you literally bricks on the back of my race car right now? And that wasn't what was happening at all. And and there was a huge miscommunication with the books and everything. So we got that kind of sorted out. But in the process of sorting that out, um, like the emotional stuff that started coming out was even more because I had been feeling in general in life, like at the house and like with the kids, I had been feeling that I was the only one who noticed certain things like fingerprints on a door or fingerprints on door frames or um I was the only one who was reorganizing the junk drawer and sharpening pencils so that they're ready for the kids with homework like I've never had the junk drawer sorted by anybody else in the house and like I I was unloading all of this stuff like not onto Andre but with Andre like hey let's we need to talk about this because this is what I'm feeling and I don't understand. Like, why don't you guys see this stuff? And Andre like connected the the pieces for us. Like another Vanellope Bond Sweets moment where you're like connecting the glitch back into the game. Like, which by the way, we watched Wreck-It Ralph, the second one. I need to do a whole podcast about that just because I was like, there's so many things in that that I, I was actually really, I was disappointed in it. Like not even like a... Uh, I can't even go there right now. It was, I, I really liked the first record Ralph, not the second one. And there was so many reasons why, like, I felt like, oh no. Anyway, so we just had that moment of like connecting the pieces. And let me tell you, this is part of the reason why I'm telling you this story on the podcast. This is why I'm ripping my heart open and showing you the good, bad and ugly because girl, girl, what happened was we realized through this conversation that I am a detail oriented person. I know this about myself because I help other babes with their businesses. I help put together the details of a brand that make up client experiences. This is like, this is part of my gifting and I've like built clothes for photo shoots and I have done all these like little extra things, like all these details. I do the details like decorating the house. Andre hates decorating. I love decorating. Like all those little things like I love putting together the details of an outfit and like accessories. I love it. And Andre is not like that. He is a big picture person. We have guys, we have been together. Y'all, we have been together for five years, coming around six years. 
We just put together this piece of our relationship that is literally going to change how we interact in our own home. Thank you, Netflix and Marie Kondo, because this moment would not have been possible without you. If I was receiving an Oscar for us connecting our relationship at a new level and like like building the ultimate Jenga in our connection, like I would be thanking Marie and Netflix. I am a detail-oriented person. So when I'm looking around the house, I'm seeing all of these details that are out of place or in place. So I'm seeing the food that's on the cupboards of the pantries. I'm seeing the microwave that needs to be cleaned out. I'm seeing the bathrooms that need to be cleaned. I'm seeing like all these little things around the house that need to be done. And Andre is a big picture person. So he's seeing the house as a whole. He's seeing, you know, the different like elements of a house and running a house. Like how's everybody doing in the house? Like he's not seeing the specific details of things that need to be done. And what I realized was that I was simmering for a very long time with feeling like every single detail of taking care of the home was on me and like everybody was just ignoring it like they were seeing it but they just thought in their minds oh mom will just do it and I just felt like I am not I am this is not a hotel like why is it that this stuff nobody sees it like there can be spills on the floor nobody notices it like I can put the kids belongings in the hallway and they will literally walk over the belonging and part of that is just being kids like we talked about this part of that is just kids are kids and like they they need to be focused on just being a kid and like kid things but as we're raising them we're wanting them just to be more aware of their environment how their their world their stuff their belongings their attitudes everything affects the people around them we just wanted them to become more aware of those things but in the journey of awareness Andre put together he's like oh, like you're a detail-oriented person. How this is a strength for our house is that you can see things that need to be done that will impact the whole of this house. It will impact the big picture. And, and so Andre was like, well, how I impact the home is that I can, I can help see how those details will impact the, ho- the home and I can help lead in making sure that you have a space to communicate those details to us and the three of us so that it's not all on you and I was just like it was like it was like the feeling at the end of Disney where like all the fireworks go off and like it's just the beautiful black sky and the display of rainbows and then the projection of like your favorite Disney characters that's how this moment felt to me and I was like after like two hours of arguing, like going back and forth and like, you know, like both of us being frustrated with each other and both of us not hearing each other and both of us like not communicating what we really meant and both of us not understanding like what had happened and why there was like underlying frustration and why it felt like Andre's holding me back and why Andre felt like, well, why are you rushing ahead and not completing something before it's, you know, done? Why are you moving on before something's done? We got to this point at the end of that conversation. We're like, this is what this was for. This is what this is for. Realizing that there was this part of us in each other that we were not using as strengths and we were not, we were not tapping into each other's gifting to help use this as a, as a great thing in our home and the way that we run our home. And I was like, this 
is going to feel amazing. Like having a space as a detail-oriented person to say, by the way, the pencils need to be sharpened so that they're ready for homework time and I'm not doing it because I'm doing a thousand other little detail things for the house. And having a support system in place where I'm supported by my... Like this is... Like this is such a beautiful like depiction of how relationships should function not that we've arrived y'all like I started off with a whole heck of a lot of immaturity okay like I'll be the first one to admit but isn't our goal shouldn't our goal and our purpose and our connections be to if we're going to argue let it be intentional purposeful like we're going to argue for each other again not against each other we're, we're going to argue to resolve the miscommunications that we both feel hurt and like we're going to also like argue so that we can work out the frustration and like and do it in a respectful honoring way like I really a thousand percent believe that you can step up to the plate with passion and with conviction and you can do it without disrespecting yourself and you can do it without disrespecting your spouse like neither one of us apologize to each other at the end of that argument because we didn't we never cross that boundary of disrespect we never got to the point where we were like disrespecting each other or we never, we, we just don't name call. We never do any of that because our goal is connection. And so if we're arguing like to let our voices be heard, we're doing it from a position of we want to work out where we miscommunicated and we also want to work out where we have like pain points or where we have frustrations that need to come to the surface so we can sort it out together in unity. That does not mean that we are always perfect. Heck no, we're not. And we both are like, we both are really passionate people. I mean, my husband is Puerto Rican and Haitian. So right there, you already know a passion level 10,000. But I also, like, I also am like an independent woman who like had to work up from the trenches, like a single mom, had to make it happen. Like I just have been through some things. And so I am not, I am not coming to the plate with, like oh honey whatever you say oh no no we're we're just we're gonna come together and that's cool and Andre would say the same thing like we we're gonna come together and let like our voices be heard in a way that's respectful but getting to the point where we were able to acknowledge like this this is actually a strength the fact that I'm a detail-oriented person and the fact that Andre is a big picture person it is a strength that we both have that we can work together to use to our advantage so the strengths of andre being slower to process and being more methodical and being a big picture person that is in him for my benefit as a wife like and that's i really believe that that is why god brings people together like brings husbands and wives together because we each have something that each other doesn't have I have things that Andre doesn't have. Like I can help him and he can help me and we have to learn what our strengths are. That's one of the reasons why knowing ourselves is so important. Hello, like, gosh, even in personal brands, like this is where I start with women. Like you have got to know what you're about. And you know what? It's a journey. You're not gonna figure it all out in like one coaching session. You're not gonna figure it out and being with somebody for five years. Like you are a treasure box that is going to constantly like be unveiled like you are always a bride that's constantly being unveiled to reveal the greatness of who you are and the beauty of who you are like let that unveiling be a process 
Like let, let yourself walk down the aisle of life and let that unveiling happen. And you know what, honey, you can march right back to the end of the aisle and do it all over again. And isn't that amazing? Because you just get to prance around like an absolute queen and be constantly unveiled the greatness inside of you. Like let yourself be in journey and let yourself be okay with it. Like if I, oh man, I'm on a rant right now and that's okay because some of you need to hear becoming is a journey. You do not arrive. You never arrive. Never. And we get so stuck in hearing other women's stories and seeing like the the tragedy to triumph. And like we see the Cinderella story. And like I live the Cinderella story. I am like the Cinderella story you have never heard of. Because I lived it and I walked out all these crazy things. And I built a business from my parents' back bedroom with two kids when I was 23 years old. Like that is crazy. But here's the thing is that we see the story from tragedy to triumph and we forget that there's another triumph and another triumph and another triumph like it's not over and we see these stories and we're raised as women in this country in America and we see these stories of you know little mermaid she went from like oh my gosh I hate my life to like I now I found the most amazing man and the story ends at her wedding day and that's what we see and so like we see all these women's stories and we're like oh she became no, like she is becoming like it doesn't stop there. It doesn't stop. And even when you get to the point in your relationship where everything's amazing or you're walking through something like that is not the end. Even when you're in a great, great, great place with your kids, like you're going to still become because guess what? Those kids are going to mature. They're going to go through puberty. They're going to go through things in their life. They're going to have good times. They're going to have bad times. And you got to let yourself be in those moments and let yourself become because be is the beginning of coming like there is more coming for you it doesn't end so let yourself be that and let yourself be unveiled like some of you need to hear this right now I don't know who this is for but just take it because some of you guys have gotten your mind that there's a point where you get there Some of you have gotten to the point where I just have to get to this point. I just have to get to this finish line. I just have to get to this point in my business. I just have to get married. I just have to have another kid. I just have to get that. No, like that's just the beginning. And guess what? B is at the beginning of beginning too. So be calm and begin. In all of that, you just have to be and be present to becoming. And it is okay. It is okay to savor those moments and it is okay to celebrate at the end of your arguments of you becoming another level of you and getting revealed in another level of you. That is okay. So let yourself be. You know what? Let yourself be in those crazy hard moments too. And don't force yourself out of it or tell yourself you should be somewhere else. No, no, no. Today, there is something in today that you can only get today. The other day I was driving my kids to school and I had this like, I had this crazy like realization and I I haven't even processed this out. This is like, this is very abstract, but you know how it's like, we, we have an opportunity to wake up every day and be incredibly grateful for that day. And I was thinking, what if that day had a personality? What if that day was a person? What if that day was like, a concept that our days have been waiting to happen. Like what if today has been waiting for you to happen and today today you can be intentional, today you can be fully present and like get everything out of today that you can because this day will never happen again. It's it. This is a once in a lifetime day. So like get everything out of it and I feel like in our journeys we need to show up in that place. We understand that 
We are here on purpose. And like there's a purpose for us in this day. Even if it's to learn something that we no longer want to take forward with us in the future. And even if it's just to reveal to us like, hey girl, like, um, so all your stuff that you've been cleaning with your husband, like, yeah, you haven't been using your gifts on purpose with intentionality inside of your own household because you haven't been aware of them. And that is not on Andre and that's not a shame on me, but that's an opportunity to awaken something in me and say, oh my gosh, like my gifts are for my house first. I realized that in 2018. My gifts are for my house first. I am an incredible communicator and that is what I do in my business. That's what I help. That is what I help brands do. And I'm an incredible writer and that's, there's no like, Oh man, like I don't feel any shame or arrogance in saying that. I know that's one of my gifts. I know that's something that God's purpose in me. That gift is for me first. That gift is so that I can rise up and encourage myself first. That gift is so that I can speak life, words of life into my home, into my house first. And once I am full and once my children are full and once my husband is full, it is for others at that point. And I can't show up inside of my gifts and be flowing in what I know that I'm meant to flow in and flow in my gifts fully if first of all, I don't even acknowledge them and don't even know where they're functioning or not functioning in my own house. So guess what? I am now aware that my attention to detail is here to serve my family. And instead of falling on my sword while I'm cleaning the bathrooms because nobody notices where there's fingerprints on the back of the bathroom door that I know are there right now or notices that there's a leaf that has been on the floor for two weeks. Nobody notices that. It's behind the door, by the way. Uh, Instead of doing that and being annoyed at my family for not being like me, which is what I was doing unintentionally. I didn't mean to do that. That was not on purpose. And it's okay to like acknowledge that in myself and say, I wasn't doing that on purpose. It's okay. I now have a revelation. Like I'm aware of it. So now God can take care of it. It's okay. Cause I'm in journey and I'm becoming. Now I can use that as a strength to help make my family aware of it, not so that I can nag them and not so I can downplay their own strengths, not so I can try and make Andre be a detail-oriented person, but so that I can help bring it to the attention of my family so they can co-labor, co-create, co-take care of the house with me. And it's no longer me simmering for years and years and years feeling like nobody is taking care of me because that's a victim mentality. Okay, we're not doing that in our house. We're not doing that in our life. And it's also okay to be aware of that and say, I'm no longer doing that. So um, Marie and Netflix have like, they have tied it up more than my laundry cycle. Okay, like my clothes are folded great. But also like my internal structure is getting like completely and totally revamped over here. So then yesterday we stopped by my parents' house say hey see the puppies my sister's dog and my parents dog made some adorable babies so I'm over there and I'm telling my family about tidying up and I'm like listen you gotta do this like seriously you will learn so much about yourself because it's so much more than tidying it's gonna like wreck you emotionally although I didn't say that because you know that's why we don't do things if we know it's gonna do that so um I I started talking about my journey and my experience and like 
um, that I was a detail-oriented person and helped us, you know, reveal that. And so my dad walks over to his drunk drawer, like literally what I was complaining to Andre with like a minute before, not a minute, but like a day. He opens the drunk drawer and he's like, and I didn't even go into all the detail about this. I didn't even touch the, I didn't even touch the tip of the iceberg of everything that I've just told you. On his own, my dad says, nobody ever notices how this section is supposed to be for pencils and pens and this section over here is supposed to be for everything else and he starts like pulling over all these scissors and like box cutters and he's like these aren't supposed to be in here with the pencils and nobody notices that and I was like my mind like my jaw just dropped I was like oh my gosh you're a detail-oriented person dad dad you're a detail-oriented person like this is this is what's happening and so I started I started unraveling like all the stuff I just explained to you like all this stuff, I was like, dad, it's not that, that they're trying to do this to you. It's that they don't notice because they are big picture people. And like, he just looked around and he was like getting, I was like clicking in his mind. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to podcast about this. Oh my gosh, I'm going to podcast about this because I can help other detail oriented people get set free. And like, I can help big people. Like, I was like so excited about it. And so as we we're going through and I was like, dad, I bet you noticed this about the house and this about the house, this about the house. He's like, yeah. And later on, I was telling Andre, I was like, this is why one of my favorite things to do, all time favorite things. And he was asking me about, Andre was asking me what I want to do for my birthday. And I was like, I just want to go to a hotel. And Andre, after we had these big conversations, he's like, this is why you love hotel. I love hotel rooms. I love hotel rooms because there's nothing that I need to do. Everything is already done. And for years, Andre would ask me, what do you want to do? Like, oh, what do you want to do? And we'd be like, let's go. I would be like, let's drive to Orlando. Let's go to a hotel. And he's like, why? It's just a room. We have rooms here. Big picture. He's thinking about the big picture, right? He's like, we have a bed here. That's a big picture. We have a room here. That's a big picture. And I'm over here going, but I don't have to organize the drunk drawer. That's a detail. But I don't have to make the bed. That's a detail. But the sheets are already clean. That's a detail. And I'm like, the bathroom's already clean. That's a detail. And he's like, but we have a bathroom here. And I'm like, no, you don't understand. The tub's clean at hotel. And so after all this, he's like, that's why you love hotels because your brain constantly thinks in details. And every time you see a detail out of place, your mind is filing it under things to do. And I'm like, yes. And I have file cabinets upon file cabinets so that when it gets to the end of the night, I can't just sit down and relax. I have three file cabinets full of details that nobody else is gonna do because I never see them done. And it makes me feel overwhelmed. And he's like, I get it. And I was like, oh my God, like high five, like emotionally in that moment. It just feels so good to like connect the dots of like, this is who I am as a person and this is who you are as a person. So I call that argument that we had incredibly productive. These last two weeks have been the most productive two weeks of my, like literally my entire life. 2019 has already been the most productive times ever. And like, I am crushing stuff with my business. I like have strategies, all these things. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, 2019, where have you been my whole life? Like, where have you been? And I'm so glad that I get to invite you into these journeys. And I hope that our argument has helped you connect the dots like of things in your life. And I talked about like being a kite versus being like somebody that like puts a rope, like a string on a kite before. I talked about that, but this is like another level of that. So 
your spouse might be the detail person or you and your spouse might be detail people or like, but noticing that and acknowledging that stuff and like realizing those are gifts will help you learn how to use those gifts to like unlock possibilities in your life. Like literally, if you can realize those things about you, it's going to, it's going to open up all these different ideas and all these different things. And this is one of the reasons why I love branding so much I love working with personal brands is that this is what happens like when you start to acknowledge the greatness in you like all these things start to get revealed and all these purposeful things get revealed in your life and then you get to show up in your home and you're like yeah boo I'm a detail-oriented person watch me use all of this to help all of you and then Andre can show up with his greatness be like oh I'm a big picture person watch me help use all of this to help all of you and it's like yes so that's my story um again I just hope that this has helped you and I would love to know are you detail-oriented person or are you big picture person also um shout out to all of the couples out there that are showing up to their relationships and they're not simmering so I'm learning how to um even if I don't have the resolve why I'm feeling frustrated I think even just bringing that to the table and saying I am feeling frustrated about this and then having a safe space to be able to talk about it. Andre's really great about giving me a safe space to just like process because I'm an external, sometimes an external processor in that I learn things by talking about it. But um, I, I feel like having a space to kind of sort through like I'm feeling this way and I don't know why and having somebody else say, okay, well, let's let's talk it through. And even if we don't resolve it that one day, at least we can bring it to the table and we both can be on the same page instead of like, I don't know simmering for days um those of you who have um things on your emotional um in your emotional crock pots or your emotional stove tops i would just suggest that uh even if you don't bring it to your spouse like today that you kind of write it out a little bit so you can get your thoughts together and definitely make a plan for bringing it out because I will say something that doesn't work is like expecting it to just like go away and although that maybe time you'll learn like where your place is and where you need to just let things go I think bringing it out into the light helps healing happen and um that's what I should have done in this situation so yeah just learn from me and I got you boo so All right, I'll talk to you again next time. Until next time, tidy, be emotionally strong, brave, and vulnerable. And girl, please let yourself become. All right, okay, I love you. All right, I'll talk to you soon. Okay, no, you hang up. Okay, all right, bye.